Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. And we have an exciting night because we have some new toys that we are debuting tonight. Brittany, what do you think of our new gear, our new tech? I was just about to say, I feel like you sound so much better. It's... <laughs> I'm not going to talk. <laughs> if you put that voice on me again... I'm gonna I'm gonna start throwing the one word. Oh my gosh! Y'all, if he does this That's all it. the whole I time, I had to get it out. This okay, is the beginning. just get it out of your system. We have some new toys. Uh, our little USB mics. We they meaning did, Ben. They did so well for so long, but they they were clickers. You know, they just clicked a lot, and we we're like, "That's enough." So we uh, we invested in in some new toys for the podcast, and hopefully, it sounds better. Uh, but right now, Brittany is rocking with no mic stand. She's just holding it um, like an old school 1930s journalist. So she's <laughs> going to, to in, a, my hand might cramp up inevitably a the, uh, the 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 foot, not the foot, the hand, the this foot. Is my hand. That is your hand. Uh, the, the hand will fall asleep. And like, yeah. does your hand fall asleep? Does that ever happen? Yes. Your foot every like literally every night, my hands and arms fall asleep. I don't think my hands, I can't say that ever happens to me. This really? is my foot, and it's painful. You yes. Know. Well, I walk it around the quote, house quote, like screaming. Painful. Right. It's very painful. What's the level of pain? Listen, that's really... if you give me any sass, I have multiple ways to mess with you. I don't like this. Uh, the, this so has changed toys. our power dynamic, it and really... I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like so it at fun. all. So, like, if I if I feel like that you are just saying things that I don't like, I can just, like, turn your mic off, which... What do you think about that power? I know. We're still sitting far enough apart where I can't punch you. But then there's so many fun buttons that I can push. But I'm not going to do any of that. we got to talk about SEC football. That's right. And we apologize. We're coming to you a day later than usual. Maybe it's Saturday morning and you're enjoying a cinnamon roll and orange juice. Oh. It's a good combination. Sure. One I would not try myself, but have done, but would not recommend. <laughs> I was going to say, if you haven't tried it. You've done it. Yeah, I have. Uh, but whatever you're enjoying on your Saturday morning, let's, you know, let's just listen to you, me, and the SEC and learn about SEC football because, my goodness, we got a day coming up tomorrow. So uh, we're, we're coming to you a little bit later this week. But lots to talk about, lots of fun, and a quality opponent for the Georgia Bulldogs. Maybe. We'll see. So you're, you're throwing Arkansas under the bus right away. I thought you and Sam were like – you just call you Diane, you know, it's a cheers thing, you know, with Sam. Listen, it's a I would show. love, I know, I would love to be his Diane, but he's happily married, and so that got a little creepy, and I didn't mean for it to, but this is hard for me, because I do love Sam Pittman and his Arkansas Razorbacks this year. They have a beautiful Disney story that they are coming. What did he say? There was one quote, and now I'm going to forget. Um, and it might not have been from this week, but like a week before um, about, and it was just like the most like, I forget it. It was like the most kind thing ever and like humble response to whatever the journalist was trying to get at. And it's just like, how can you not? I think it was like talking about how extremely positive he is and like where he got all of that positivity and he was like, it really goes back to when I was a player and I played. And that is how I 
I just feel he's like I feel like I'm more mo- I was more motivated by people being positive in my life than being negative and so like they always say with him on the football field the he cheers loudest when someone does something good and not when someone does something bad right right um, and he's like I mean I could be wrong I could be wrong this is not the right way to coach but it's just what I've decided to do I mean it's just so nice. he has a humility to him an every man like, like Sam Pittman looks like there are like ten thousand Sam Pittmans who are Arkansas fans. Like mm-hmm. they look exactly like him. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the SEC coaches don't really like Lane Kiffin. Right, very you know, California. Right, right, right. I'm trying to think of another example of an SEC coach who Nick Saban is just in his own like stratosphere. But you. Like Clark Lee at Vanderbilt. Mm, yeah. I mean, if you are a fan of a of an SEC football team and you look like Clark Lee, you probably are a Vanderbilt fan. Yes, that's true. Because you're very well put together. Uh, but Sam Pittman has this everyman nature that is so appealing and it's so likable. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like think about because you know Arkansas is doing having this great season so far, four and zero wins over Texas and Texas A and M. And I'm trying to think why am I not more excited. And on the Arkansas bandwagon. Yeah, why aren't you? I am. I think that it has to do with Arkansas is coming from the level that Kentucky is in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's a part of me that wants the attention that Arkansas is getting. I, I feel like that, that there's only one team that can jump out of that mm-hmm. region. Although Ole Miss is jumping and may jump even further than Arkansas, given results the way they might play tomorrow. But I'm like, dang it. I feel like there's only room for like one of those teams, mm-hmm. and I would love that to be Kentucky. Kentucky also will have its chance to kind of jump forward. So right. I feel like I'm dealing with these like levels of jealousy. But I feel like Old Miss. One of the main reasons that they are even in the talk is not. I mean, they're really good. Matt Corral's really good. We'll talk about that. But it's because of Lane Kiffin. You know, like uh, Mark Stoops and Sam Pittman are not Lane. Don't have like right. the Lane Kiffin. They don't have the right yeah, sheen. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. You know, Sheen. Yeah, Sheen. I don't know. I just feel like we're getting really into my vocabulary. Okay, in a lot well, of these, well, just don't, just these don't. Podcasts. Yeah, just don't Anyways, worry about it. So leave those words behind. But I feel like Mark Stoops and Sam Pittman are kind of your typical SEC everyman coaches. Right. So I can see what you mean by like those programs are kind of equivalent. Right. So. Right, and and I think Arkansas. Again, I love the idea of they're the only show in town, which in Arkansas, I mean, it's basically the same as Kentucky, where you have the only, you know, there's no pro sports, and the 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 major college, the state college, is the one that really drives the bus. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of comparison there, but it is very neat to see what they are doing. Um, but we're still at a point of the year that it really, it's not sustained. You have all these people who are thinking, like, oh, they're going to be, like, in the Sugar Bowl or the Peach Bowl. You know, Arkansas is, is just as likely, I think, to finish 7-5 and five as they are 10-2. and two. Right. You know, and, But I and think a lot of that I is think being that's the, the nature West. Of, and that's a, Exactly. So that's the nature of the SEC is that there's been so much, like, love for Arkansas. But I feel like that just in the nature of the SEC West, we have to really enjoy each of these moments for each of these teams. Because it's likely, not not for sure, it could happen, 
but it's likely not to be sustained over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where a lot of the um, a lot of the appreciation from Arkansas is, is coming from from week to week right now because you don't really know how long that they're going to be around as a top contender. Right. Um, whereas um, you know, but I feel like we we specifically on this podcast has have not picked Arkansas to win the games that they've won. No. You know, like we keep being like, oh, that's so fun. But this week it's probably going to end, you yeah. know. Um, I actually do feel that about this yeah, week. Yeah, do you though. feel? Let's go ahead and talk <laughs> about it in case you don't know Arkansas. But, you know, it's, it does kind of make me a little bit nervous, you know, because it's a noon game and, af- and Georgia has a history of doing dumb things at noon. Yeah. You know, like I, th- I think what do they always say? Like uh, noon games favor the opponent. The 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 opponent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure how that would. Maybe you're thinking of the away team. That is what I was thinking. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, whoever you're playing is always better at noon. No, it's the away team, and it makes sense. I mean, that for a for a home team, you think first of all the crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd's going to be a little less rowdy. Mm-hmm. And Kirby Smart did a lot this week with the media of talking about we need. He used the word elite. A lot to mm-hmm. say this is where we need Sanford Stadium to be on Saturday. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, we, we spent, I think, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but we've talked about it how preseason you looked at the Georgia home schedule and it was like, it, it was terrible. Yeah. Like we were like, okay, the best game might be Kentucky, you know, or, or Arkansas, you know, and it ends up that Arkansas is the best team uh, on, on their home schedule, but yet, it's still like the, obviously Arkansas coming in ranked top ten or around there. Um, yeah, what are they ranked? Do you know? I, well, I think it depends on your uh, uh, on poll. your poll. I think one poll has them eighth and one has them eleventh. I oh, think they're kind of them. floating in yeah. there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're the fan base, you're like, well, it's still Arkansas. I mean, you're looking at the name, right? So you know, the call to be better at noon because the fans won't be as you could say uh, had enough uh beverages to get to their loudest well, point in athens we do biscuits and beer of course so to prep for these noon games you just got to start earlier start a little earlier but you get biscuits and beer so it's fine um i don't know there's there's a, the underlying storyline too of you know um head coach versus former assistant mm-hmm. you know um almost the Saban effect of will the assistant coach former assistant coach beat the head coach right and with um, Kirby being a former assistant coach to Saban, it's almost like this like lineage <laughs> down. Like, yeah, is Kirby going to be the same way SEC about his assist- family tree? Right. It gets complicated. But mm-hmm. there's, I mean, like Kirby came out um, this week and was saying like how much he loves Sam Pittman and like how what a great a coach he what a great coach he was. Like when he came over from Alabama to Georgia, he said Sam Pittman was my first hire. Like he was the one, the one person that I specifically wanted and talked about his positivity. He was like, he was really good for me being on staff. Like he could always, you know, keep, keep all the players and the coaches kind of in that positive mindset. Do you remember the last time Georgia played Arkansas in Athens? Actually, this might be the last time they played. Oh, they played last year. Okay, then last night I played in Athens. <laughs> and w- when would that be? 2010. It's been a while. It has. Um, and it was in unranked Georgia. Remember 2010, how terrible it was? A.J. Green getting the NCAA 
uh, <sighs> violations. Gosh, that still makes me mad. I feel like you lost to Colorado that year. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, that Something sounds like right. That. And, and that South been, Carolina. That would have been, I guess, Bobby Petrino times mm-hmm. for Arkansas. How yeah. did that game go? For so her? Arkansas was ranked number 13 okay. when they played. Um, and Arkansas won 31 to 24. Okay. So, um, it's happened in the last 12, 11 years. Yeah. So, um, but again, unranked Georgia team in 2010 is different than this team that we have now. Um, so, I mean, we, I think I'm, I feel pretty confident in this Georgia team. I think if I was not as confident in this team in particular, I would be a lot more nervous. Yeah. But this team is really good. Yeah. So, and, and really for Georgia, it's been, it seems like that Clemson game was two years ago. Yeah. Right. You know, with yeah. 10 to seven, Georgia didn't score an offensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. And since Georgia whooped UAB, who's a decent team and they, beat South Carolina handily and of course the the massacre in Nashville last week. So really yeah. Georgia has not had any sort of test. So I think at least on my end we'll get to my two lane lock of the week later. <laughs> but there is a perception that the top two teams are just far and away so much better than everybody else. And even handling what happened in Gainesville a couple of weeks ago. But um one thing we'll see how true that perception is tomorrow. Yeah. So I I looked a little bit, and we'll get to the betting at the end, but the spreads for all of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and Georgia-Arkansas has the highest spread yet. Yes. Game day is there. <laughs> yeah, and that's another that aspect of this dynamic is game day is in Athens, and uh, the game is at noon. Uh, you know, the top ESPN crew will be on the game. So it'll be a very different look. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. A lot of people have criticized, like, why is this game at noon? And because um, it was picked like weeks ago, right? Yeah, and and there's a uh, right, but there's also like the TV schedule is a little bit off uh, because there's like there ESPN had like a doubleheader set up for um uh for SEC games tomorrow night, oh. uh, and the what's going to happen is that six o'clock game, which is Florida Kentucky, is going to be overlapping Alabama Ole Miss. Right. And I think they didn't want the Georgia Arkansas game to be overlapping the Ole Miss Alabama game. Gotcha. So I feel like I think I asked you this and you didn't know the answer, but I just feel like there's a lot of noon games. I don't remember yeah. like past seasons being so many noon games, but maybe that's just me. Well, they usually throw a you know, usually there's one conference game and there's two tomorrow. Right, there was like three last week. Uh, right, right. So, I don't know. It's just know. how the schedule falls. Yeah. Um, you're going to see, you know, when CBS goes away, you're going to see an interesting change of the dynamic with the schedule as well because now you, the ESPN will have one more game. Where do they throw it? Do they give it to ABC? So, we'll see how that plays out mm-hmm. down the road. Uh, so, Arkansas and Georgia. Uh, you also at noon tomorrow, you have Missouri and Tennessee, which I, it's a sneaky good game. I'm, you know, here's the thing. Tennessee, I, th- I think they're better than people are giving them credit for. Really? Yeah. Now, they didn't look great in the second half last week against Florida. And again, right. very few people talked about it, including us. We didn't really have much to say about it. But I think that they are, I think they're going to make a bowl. I think they're going to get to that point. I think they're 2-2 two and two right now, but this game tomorrow is huge. And um, I think Missouri is in, in good position to win it. But, I, you know, Tennessee, I, I think, has more 
to them than I think people are giving them credit for. So I think it's going to be a very competitive game. Some people are saying, you know, the loser will not make a bowl. I think both teams will make a bowl game. Um, I think the loser's going to sneak to six wins probably. But it'll be a fun game to watch. Not that anyone will be watching. I will not be watching yeah. that game. Um, yeah, I think that that my prediction is that is going to be the closest game out of everyone. Okay. Like consistently close throughout the game. I yeah. think that they will be head to head the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I will not be watching. First so. team to 50 points in that game because <laughs> neither team has an impressive defense. So right. it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. Right. And maybe Tennessee can find a quarterback they like. Right. Big one though, uh, tomorrow afternoon, because you really have so Missouri, Tennessee, I just let that sneak in there just to appease our SEC East friends. But really you've got really four games tomorrow. Right. Right. So really almost five. You got another one there at seven o'clock. That's good. But Arkansas, Georgia. So that's kind of our first uh, course. Mm-hmm. And then the matchup. Alabama hosting Ole Miss, who is coming off a of bye week. Uh, 3.30 CBS game in Tuscaloosa. Lane Kiffin against the old man. Uh, the old man doesn't treat the the former assistants very well. Mm-hmm. So does Ole Miss have a shot? I, I, I This is a super fun matchup. And I think that that's why everyone is excited about it because it's Kiffin versus Saban, and that's fun. Um, and Matt Corral is really fun to watch as well, and he's really good. Um, I think outside of that, I do not think that Ole Miss is going to win. Like I think that I I think that it might like be my my prediction for both this game and the Arkansas game. One of the other is going to be like scary close in like the first quarter and like either Arkansas is going to be winning or Ole Miss is going to like do some crazy stuff in the beginning and then it's just going to settle in and Bama's just going to ascend yeah yeah you know I don't think it's going to be like I I am not predicting a crazy game I think maybe the beginning might be but then I think it's gonna like Alabama's just gonna pull away um but, I mean, it really is Kiffin versus Saban and then Matt Corral versus Bryce Young, which I feel like those are two of the more um, name-knowing – what's that word I'm talking about? Well-known. Well-known. <laughs> na- like, you know their name yeah. in the SEC quarterback-wise. Right. I think they're the two best quarterbacks in the in the conference. Right. Yeah, um, I think so, too. And uh, Sorry, JT. Yeah. No, he's not at their level. He hasn't shown it. No, he hasn't point. shown it. He I mean, he could healthy be. hasn't been for his uh, – for his case, I think, and I'll go ahead at this point and throw down my two-lane lock of the week. Oh, look oh out. I know. Uh, I'm look. so sorry. You want me to try that again? No, really cool. do not. Okay. My two-lane lock of the week. I don't do it again. Well, I, I have to do it. No, every, time that, every time that I use it, I have to say it. So you're going to force me to say it one more time. No. My two-lane lock of the week is... Both Alabama and Georgia win by 20 points. Okay. That's a good one. I approve of that. <laughs> I you thought won. you were going to say that they won, but Georgia loses. So that's my lock. I think that this is a week that, and really we've danced around it because Alabama gave us some hope of Florida that there would be somewhat parity at the top, but I think we're going to see after this week that the pretenders to the throne are just that. And Georgia and Alabama are playing a different sport than anybody else this fall. Yeah. 
and I think we're going to see it tomorrow. And hot take, I think Dan Mullen's a better coach than Lane Kiffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not a hot take. I think Dan Mullen pound <laughs> – I think Dan Mullen – here's another – here's a uh, – get, get your hand <laughs> off the button. Get your hand <laughs> off the button. Uh, I think Dan Mullen may be the best – no. I have to work on this. Okay. I'm not going to throw it down Don't this week. I have a very high opinion of Dan Mullen. Yeah. Uh, coach of Florida. But I don't know how to articulate that. Okay. Well, you just you be thinking about it. Okay, write about it in your journal. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, one stat you're going to hear about 50 times. You ready? Okay. For, on the CBS. Okay. But we're going to tell you here first. Yes. So when you're watching it, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. I knew that again. because Brittany said it. Right. Is that Saban is 23-0 and against former assistants. What's that record again? 23-0. and How many times has a former assistant beat Nick Saban? Zero times. Okay. But they played 23 times, which is pretty impressive. So how long? Let's set an over-under at like 10 minutes mm-hmm. into the broadcast. We're, we're talking when we first hit 330. How do you do you take the over or under at ten minutes from when we hear that twenty three and zero stat? I'll take the under. You're gonna go under. Yeah. Do you have a guess? Totally. I mean, they're gonna be like, "Welcome to Bama versus Ole Miss, where Saban has not lost to." <laughs> You're really good at this. Just keep going. <laughs> Uh, Look out, Gary. Gary, your spot is going to be threatened by Brittany. (laughs) Got so much to say. And and so many would say you just did a much better job than Gary Danielson. That's right. And for those people, how dare you? Because Gary is a saint. (laughs) Love Gary. We'll definitely be watching that game as well. But again, I think we're going to end up like turning it or something because I think by the end, it's just not going to be a good game. Well, if we do have to turn it, there is another option of a game at 3.30. And it, of course, is South Carolina against Troy. Wow. We'll not Are be we going to be watching it. that one? No. Um, there's probably some other national games on. Sometimes, but we, we don't believe in other conferences here. That's right. No. Sometimes, and I know this is going to be, I'm probably going to lose a listener or two. But I'm going to say anyways. Sometimes in the middle of a day, on a Saturday when I have football all day long, I need a little palate cleanser, and like I need to like throw on some like Great British Baking. I knew shoe. it. I was like, we're gonna go to Great British Baking Show. There's a new episode. I know. Can we watch it after this? I've got things I need to do, but I can how, work on those. Days. I was about to say, how much do you really need to focus on this? episode? I really don't. I, I really didn't watch the first one at all. Listen, guys, I've watched some shows this week. Can I talk? Uh, can yeah, I give my? Go ahead. Can I give my my Netflix yeah. recommendations? Yeah, you're gonna start with Monster House. Okay, so. Monster Mash. It, it, you're so off. You're not even close. Like, you're getting farther away. It's Midnight Mass. Uh-huh. Monster House. What is that even? I think it's a kid's movie. It sounds like a movie. What, the monster was that movie with Halle Berry back in the day? Uh, Monster's Ball. Monster's Ball. Was that Yeah, that Halle was a Berry? movie. Yeah, that oh, was, was Halle Berry. She, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. She won a, It's what she won our Oscar for. Oh, good for her. Uh, Midnight Mass. Fantastic. Okay, very, very interesting, mm. thought-provoking, shocking, and stunning. Is this a family film? It is not a family film. It's not even a film. It's a limited series of seven episodes on Netflix. Gotcha. Um, so when you were watching this today and our kids yes. were kind of <laughs> meandering around the <laughs> TV and you I kept... just stopped. And literally, one of them kept walking in. Like the two-year-old, if she comes in, I'm like, whatever. She doesn't know what she's watching. Uh, the older one 
I have to be a little bit more judicious. Mm -hmm. And literally, uh, she kept walking in. I mean, right at like the climax of the penultimate. It's that word you like to say. Penultimate. That's it. Of that episode. And she kept, keeps walking in, like right at the mud. I have to stop it. And she's like, what you watching? I'm like, none of your business. Go away. <laughs> and then she went away. And she'd come back 30 seconds later, and I have to stop it and on a screen that I felt like wouldn't be like scary for her. You don't want to pause it when you see like the monster. Is there a monster? Dang it. That gives you like validation for calling it Monster House. It is a Monster House. Uh, or the Monster Mash. It, That's it's what tough like to, to tell. It. Anyway, so there's that. Um, so that was good. And then the other one. I, I'm trying to figure out which one I like better. Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Very, very interesting as well. A Korean show dubbed over with the audio, so you don't have to watch the subtitles uh, if you do not speak Korean. And um, it, it it was fascinating as well. So, Yeah, but neither of these would be um, like in the Great British Baking Show realm of TV that I like to watch. I would not say that it would compare favorably with uh, with uh, with Great British Baking Show. No, yeah. I would not. Ben and I have a Venn diagram of TV and movies, and there's it's, there's it's a sweet spot, wide, but, but it is not, not that wide. It's not that wide. Um, I I like my British shows, and he likes weird stuff like. Well, that. you also like comedies. Yes, that's true. I, I, I mostly almost only like comedies. Yeah, There's very do, little. And I don't. I, I like really don't like right. comedies at all. But but like we can like Ted Lasso's in there. That's a comedy. Right. And you'll do that. Right. And then I'll do impeachment, which is not a comedy. Well, depends on who you ask. <laughs> that's true. Uh, there's several who would find great entertainment in that. Anyways, that's our fall break movie TV. That is a lot to say. Um. Speaking of comedies, Kentucky's football record against Florida. Look at that transition. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty good, I thought. Uh, it's, it's sad in one way, but in the other way, it's very true. Um, this game was a lot more interesting, I think, about two weeks ago when it looked like Kentucky had an offense that could do like special things. Mm. And the last two weeks, it's like, well, hold on. You can only score 16 points against South Carolina? Okay. Yeah. And the only touchdown in that game that Kentucky scored happened when uh, one of our lamps fell in our house. And the, the what do you call it? The globe. The globe or shade, mm-hmm. whatever you call it, you know. Glass. Went into a million yeah. pieces. Um, um, I yeah. don't know why that's relevant, but that's just, I'm always going to associate that game with uh, with that moment. So, yeah, uh, can, you have much to say. I so. will. I'm just, I think it's interesting, like, two roads diverged in a wood because I feel like Kentucky, we're feeling, I mean, they're 4-0 still. Right. I mean, that's better record than Florida. That's true. But Florida's show against Alabama, I mean, I think that that is, like, it's just, you know, we talk about the ratings or rankings and how they're kind of like not very, they're very subjective or objective. Very subjective. Subjective. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. Um, and I feel like that's kind of where, because what is Florida ranked? Are they ranked higher than Kentucky? Oh, yeah. Florida's yeah. like 10th. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be, but I'm just saying their loss against Alabama, I think, said more. Is, is more impressive than any of their wins and any of UK's wins. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's funny how that happens. Right. But that's that's definitely true. And, you know, Florida, um, you know, they were okay against Tennessee last week. Very good in the second half. 
But I think Florida has been better than a lot of people thought. Uh, I think everyone saw like all their stars on offense left. They're like, how are they going to score points? Well, back to Dan Mullen, who I think is a phenomenal coach. And I, I'm not ready again to say what I want to say about Dan Mullen. That mm-hmm. will come later. But he has been able to take Florida from like this pass happy offense last year to this like running uh, downhill running attack that that throws only when they feel like it, right? Mm-hmm. And to kind of adjust your offensive philosophy on the fly is pretty cool. I think a lot of people weren't expecting that, and they've been a lot better. And that Alabama game is obviously the way and and view that people are seeing Florida. Mm-hmm. So I think they're better. I think Kentucky is kind of bleh, over the last couple of weeks. So most people expect Florida to win, uh, but it's a massive game as far as the SEC East goes because if Florida loses this game, they still got to play LSU. They still got to play Georgia. Um, that's I mean it's very possible they're looking at four SEC losses, mm-hmm. uh, and that's an eight and four season. Mm-hmm. So it's a really big game for Florida. If they have any designs of going to the SEC title game, they have to win this game because you're not seeing Georgia losing more than one game in the SEC. Um, and Florida, the only way they would get there is they beat Georgia to win the tiebreaker. So it's it's really a must win for Florida if they want to go to Atlanta. Uh, for Kentucky, I don't know if it's a must win. You know, obviously if Kentucky wants to go to Atlanta, yes, but I don't know how realistic that is. But it should be a good one. If you look, it's obviously historically Kentucky does not beat Florida much one time in my lifetime. The last five or six years outside of one or two of those games have been crazy. A lot of close calls. Mark Stoops has done very well against uh, Florida overall in terms of gameplay and uh, how competitive they've been. So I think it'll be a competitive game. It'll be close. It'll be interesting. Uh, but we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, and that will be in Lexington. I think it's already it's already sold out. Sold out. So I mean, it'll be a, it'll the be Kroger a Kroger should game. be wa- walking. Kroger doesn't walk. No, it, it doesn't. will be rocking. It'll be rocking. Yes, that's right. Um, so I think that should be a good game. How does it feel starting four and out? Did you think you would be at this point as a Kentucky fan? Yes. You want to expand on that? Well, I mean, I predicted it. I thought we'd win our first four games. That okay. wasn't it. Wasn't very difficult. I mean, we played two stinky teams, and then. Carolina and Missouri, who both – Carolina's not good. Missouri is was at home, so I thought we'd be 4-0. Okay. Good Even talk. though it doesn't really happen um, much as a Kentucky fan, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. We, of course, will be watching it, and that's right at bedtime, which means Ben will be preoccupied, and I'll be a little grumpy, but it's fine. Um, and, and I might be grumpy, too. That's right, but in a different, different There'll sense. There'll be lots of grumps. Yeah, for sure. And then the last game of the night, which is the other really interesting game, uh, Auburn at LSU. And there's a lot of dynamics going on here. First of all, an LSU game at, at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central, but at 9 o'clock Eastern, it's going to be nuts. Is that 9 o'clock? 9 o'clock Eastern, yeah. Woof. Yeah, that, not, so that I'm game's going to roll I'm into like 1230. <laughs> I'm not staying over that game. Auburn and LSU always have a very uh, – it's always interesting. Right. Uh, of course, you got the the – Dynamic this year, T.J. Finley, who is uh, came on to help Auburn win last week against Georgia State. Uh, he started at LSU uh, and transferred to Auburn and and replaced the struggling Bo Nix. So really, we don't know for sure who's going to start, who's going to play. It's going to be T.J. Finley going back to LSU. Um, LSU looking to kind of repair their reputation after the UCLA debacle, and then they got the win last week against Mississippi State, but. 
LSU wants to keep that train moving. They got to win this game. Mm-hmm. So both both are four and one. That's not right. Three and one. Three and one. Yeah. Um, it's like math that did not add up. Both are three and one, which is interesting because I think there's different flavors to that three and one for each team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Auburn, as we remember, struggled against Georgia State last week, and Bo Nix, the Golden Boy himself, um, he was. I don't know. Do we call him a Golden Boy? I feel like he is. At we Auburn. just we just golded. I I mean, I I feel like at Auburn, they're like, yes, he's so awesome. And we're like, please, can you show me? But he's so awesome. I mean, I feel like it's been years of like, Bo Nix is good, but we have not seen the receipts. Right. Um, And then TJ Finley, the transfer, um, had to come and save them from the mighty um, Georgia State. What what are they, Eagles? Uh, That doesn't sound right. Georgia That's Georgia State. Southern. Oh, yeah, Georgia State. Georgia State. Just I want to say Panthers. I think Southern that's right. Heat? I think so. Okay. Um, from Georgia State. So I I think that Bo Nix will start because I think that he is a big leader on this team. But did you know that Auburn has lost 10 straight games in yeah. Baton Rouge? I read that. Yeah, go ahead. And lost them big. Like by fourteen, like an average of fourteen points per game. Mm, that's not great. I mean, Death Valley's real. Like you know, that's like a really hard place. Is the Panthers? That's right. Nice, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with that being said, that the, it's already going to be a hard game for Auburn. It's in the middle of the night at nine o'clock. So that's <laughs> got to. I mean, the middle of nine o'clock on a Saturday in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Good luck. Right. It sounds like a crazy place. I, I read that Auburn, back to that stat, Auburn hasn't won in, at LSU since 1999. Right. What were you doing in 1999? I was watching <laughs> SEC football. Oh. That's right. Preparing for this moment. Yeah. I was really, I mean, I think with most, um, you know, people my age, I was very into like boy bands, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. So that was probably what I was doing. Beanie yeah. Babies. I of course. think I was still rolling the Beanie Babies. So. Yeah, that's exciting. I hadn't I hadn't jumped on the football, SEC football train yet. Well, welcome aboard. Thank you. Choo-choo. So what do you think is going to happen in Death Valley? LSU is going to win. Okay. Yeah. I'm a man of many words tonight. You are. <laughs> you are. No, I think it's uh, I think I it's think, just are tough. Are they favored? Al- they are a three-point favorite. Uh, Auburn, I, I think if it's going to be a, a if it's going to be a touchdown Jesus, that's Notre Dame's Jesus. If it's going to be an Auburn Jesus season, mm-hmm. I, I think tomorrow night in Death Valley, this is where the miracles need to happen. Right. We turn that water to wine, it's going to have to happen tomorrow night. That's right. Because you know the LSU fans are going to have plenty of that wine during <laughs> the day, so they're going to be rowdy. Uh, and yeah, I think, by 9 o'clock at night. I think, again, really for LSU, they're kind of in a stretch of their season where they just have to like win it to, to be where they want to be, which is I think nine, 10 wins. They've just got to like, they've got to take these games one at a time. They got out of Starkville last week with a win. Now you beat Auburn at home next week. They're in Lexington. So I think if you just take these one at a time and then the big guns are coming later, Alabama, A&M, Arkansas, Florida, but these, this stretch they have to master. Mm-hmm. And, um, so if not, the the your hot seat for Coach O is going to only get hotter. So that's right. Uh, we'll see. I, I like LSU at home though. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Definitely. A couple other Tiger versus Tiger. Right. A couple other games just real quick before uh, we go to uh, uh, betting with Brittany to close out. Uh, Mississippi State's at Texas A and M. Uh, this is a game 
that I think is going to be dreadful to watch because mm. neither team has shown that they have the capability to score in bunches. Mm-hmm. You would think, oh, Mississippi State air raid. It's just not clicking right now. And they have a good defense. AM doesn't know what they're doing on offense. Uh, they don't know if they're running past what they're supposed to do. They have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the first of 20 wins, and I think it's going to be a game that largely is going to be one that you can just kind of like not watch and just check out those highlights later and be okay with it. What time is that? Do you That's going to be 7 o'clock. Gotcha. And then <sighs> Vandy. Yeah. So Vanderbilt, this team, of course, getting beat by 250 points last week against Georgia, is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Connecticut. Oh, wow. And it is arguably the two worst teams that you could make an argument. I think Vandy's better than this, but arguably the two worst teams in Division One. Um, certainly, I think the two biggest brand names, even though UConn's an independent, they're not in a Power Five conference. Okay. I, I think that they're still a name, you know. Yeah. And of I, basketball. You're right. So, but Vanderbilt, God bless them, is just not great. But the to know that they're favored by 14 and a half just shows you how bad UConn is. You remember, I think it was last year when UConn, they were so, the, the program is struggling so much, they just canceled the season last year. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, of oh. course, COVID, you know. Right, you can use that as an excuse. Well, that's the thing. And the New York Times, God bless them, but probably not the best uh, indicator of SEC football culture. Yes. is I think that's fair to say. Fair. Declared them, the in, in so many words, the national champions for making the decision for oh, for cutting football and canceling yeah. their season uh, in advance of the 2020 football season. So the defending national champions head yeah, to Nashville. I just have so much judgment right now about that. Golly. Yeah, it's tough. So that's just, I mean, that's just a different world. I mean, doesn't that just feel like a different world than what we live in, like down here in Georgia yeah, with really Southern is. football when we're like, you know, praising Trevor Lawrence for like fighting for his team to be able to play last year and all of the things that these like presidents and ADs and schools did to, so we could play football and up there, they're like, go UConn. Great job, UConn. Way to cut. Way to get out of there. Anyways. Uh, It is a, it is amazing how views have diverged in that nature, but UConn may be uh, looking to defend their crown tomorrow night uh, against Vanderbilt. So, uh, yeah, and then, of course, we mentioned South Carolina versus Troy. That's uh, right. Which will be, I think, a sneaky good game. Troy's usually uh, one of the better group of five teams. So South Carolina will need to be at their best. All right, so betting with Brittany. Okay. So, I didn't do well last week. No, you did not. You've actually gotten progressively worse. No, I'm a little – listen, this is what happens. It's like when I go bowling is I'll, like, start really good. Start with a turkey. And then I, like, have this lull, and it's really bad. Yeah. So this is actually very consistent So you're me. looking <laughs> to win your money back. Do you have the, the betting lines, or do you want me to read the lines to um, you? Because we're kind of in a position where it's – I know. Okay. I think I kind of remember them. I, we're just going to do like three games though, right? Right. Okay, Let, so let's do – let's just do the big three. Let's do Ole Miss, Bama, okay. UJ, Arkansas, and then – Florida, Kentucky. Florida, Kentucky, sure. What do you mean sure? Well, I have – yeah. I mean, I feel like that's just as big of a game as Auburn, LSU. It's so. a much bigger game. Okay, in your heart. Gosh. Sure. Well, yeah, both Florida and Kentucky are ranked. Did you know Kentucky's ranked? I bet I you didn't even did know not, that. I did not know that. What are they ranked? Twenty <laughs> third. Good job. Yeah. Is Auburn and LSU? They're not ranked. Neither are ranked. No, Auburn's ranked. My of bad. Of course they're they like are. Twenty second. Of course they are. They're just lurking. Oh, 
What is that next week, right? Yep. One week at a time, We'll see how that goes down there. All right. So give me Ole Miss Bama. So Ole Miss Bama, uh, Alabama favored by 14 and a half points. I'm going to take the over. No, this is No, that's not how it works. (laughs) That's not how it works. I will take Alabama. You'll take Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We got Arkansas and Georgia. Georgia minus 18. Wow. Um... I might take Arkansas just because I don't think it's going to be – I think it's going to it's gonna be under 18. Okay. Yeah. So I think it'll be like 14 or something. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and remember, for those two games, my two-lane lock of the week is that Arkansas and Ole Miss both lose by 20 points. You need more. to figure out if you want to make that noise before or after you say it. I know I did a little different just yeah. to kind of play it off a little yeah. bit different. So you can see even on the, the stream, the audio. Yeah, you how freaking loud it is. It is pretty loud. Uh, and then the last one, Florida, Kentucky, Florida, minus seven and a half. Yeah, okay. Um, I haven't really thought about who I think will win this game. Um, Way to come prepared. I know, sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to say Kentucky, but okay. I think Florida's going to win, but I think it's going to be super close. All right. So you're going to go with Alabama, Arkansas, and Kentucky. But who, I don't think – I say it's hard to, It's hard for me to pick Arkansas because I – Well, no, you're just picking against the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, everyone understands. Does everyone understand? Does everyone know? Okay. that? Okay, all right. Uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, probably the three best teams in SEC basketball this year. Are we going to do a lot for SEC basketball? No. What? We should. How many SEC basketball podcasts are out there? That's probably true. It's probably a sad, bleak place. No, I'll just get really, really grumpy if things are not going well. Right. If they're like last year. Yeah. And no, that would be fun. We should do it. We should pop we'll in. pull and... a UConn and just quit midseason. <laughs> Why are you laughing <laughs> at, at poor UConn? You think the players wanted to quit? Man, I yeah, that's had to tough. be playing for UConn football that's just tough. in general. Okay, so, uh, yeah, listen, it's going to be fun. So hopefully you're listening to this before the game start. If not, then you need to get your life together and listen a little bit sooner, even though we only gave you like 12 hours to listen this week. Uh, But it's going to be fun. Uh, And then we will be back to review. This is week five. Like The the season is going by very quickly. It really is. We're We're in October. Like We're two weeks away from being over halfway through the season. I know. So much to learn, so much to discover. It's going to be fun. Uh, and we'll be with you the rest of the way for the season and apparently not for SEC basketball, though. Yeah, no. pretty just pooped on that idea. All so right. uh, we'll clean up the poop and go from there. I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. I mean, you messed that, up my bye. <laughs> you, I said bye, and you ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does it sound like? Ha-ha. <laughs> okay. Okay.